Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. And we're recording. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. We never do mornings. I know, that's Is true. This the first morning we've recorded? I think so. We usually record after work on Friday afternoons. Correct. It is a Friday though. That it is. My days are all messed up today, but happy Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I stayed up until one thirty last night. Why? <laughs> I was <laughs> wrapping all of the items for the advent calendars. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, um, yeah, I helped a little, but you, you not, helped with like half of them. Not half. Well. What did, how many did we finish? Four? Four or five, yeah. And there's 12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wrapped everything except for the books. Oh, like you finished? Yes, I finished. Oh, I didn't realize you finished? Yeah. Oh, Jamie. I was just on a roll last night. Do we still need, we still need help though? With the books, yeah. We still have to wrap the books. The books and pack and the color code and number. Yeah, pack the boxes, okay. mail so the I will boxes. Still be yes. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I'm excited for those to go out. And Overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's it's gonna be fun. Okay. I mean, it has been fun. Yeah. It's gonna be fun for other people now. I know. Doesn't that make you happy inside? It brings me so much I joy. Know. Like, I mean, so much fun to like give gifts. It's been a ton of work as you know like I've been working on this for <laughs> I mean over a month now yeah. and just it's been a lot but I've had fun doing it and I've had people ask me like why are you doing this if it's so much work they're like are you making a lot of money on it I'm like actually I'm losing a little bit of money on it but <laughs> and they're like okay well I don't get it and I'm like because I'm bringing people joy yeah and that to me is I know just it's so just lovely it's a good feeling, and then just to see how excited people are. Exactly. Um, obviously, we won't be able to see them opening them, but um, hopefully, we get some good feedback and people. Yeah, are really I want everybody excited. to like share. Yeah. Stuff on Instagram and wherever. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I also wanted to mention before we get into our episode that we now have in our show notes affiliate links. So if you listen to that episode and you really like the book we're talking about and you want to purchase it for yourself um go through our affiliate links we're affiliated currently with bookshop.org which supports indie bookstores um and then i'm also waiting to be approved through libro fm for audiobook affiliate links so once we have those we'll obviously you'll find them in show notes but yeah it's just you know small way to support us if you are able and if you like the books and you want to get them for yourself. <laughs> so are we going right into it? Yeah. Um, who goes first? Um, Why don't you go first today, Marissa? Sure. <laughs> I wasn't up till 1.30. I, was, I went to sleep at 8.30 last night. That sounds nice. <laughs> I was really exhausted from the day and the child in my stomach. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I got enough sleep, which is... I know about to be uh, not a thing. 
right. Well, please give us your well-rested review <laughs> of your book. Okay. Um, so my book is The Grace Year by Kim Leggett. Have uh, you read, you've read this, huh? I, I have a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. I read it a while back, but this year. Yeah. Um, and so, so basically it's, uh, I don't exactly know when it's set. It feels like the past, but could be a futuristic dystopian. It is kind of dystopian. Yeah, but I don't know. So um, it's a small town um, where the girls in the town are told that they have power to lure men and make other women go mad with jealousy over their feminine wiles. Um, <laughs> ridiculous stuff, you know. It's basically a male-dominated uh, community. Um, wait, male dominated? That is so different. Just, <laughs> what a what a different concept. <laughs> um, so basically, the premise is that on every girl's sixteenth year, they are banished to the wild to uh, release their magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the grace year. That's the grace year, so that they can return to be married off to the men in the village. Lovely. Yeah. That's what that's what our female lives are all about. Correct. <laughs> um, so the main character is Tierney James, and she's kind of a wise beyond her years uh, girl just turning 16, <laughs> unfortunately right. for her. Right. Um, and the story is somewhat, it's not witch trials, but it's kind of has that witch trial feel where you got to release your magic or your... You're not suitable for marriage. You're not suitable to live in the village. Um, but it's really a way for this this group of people to break down these young girls. Right. Because, refresh my memory, they don't actually have magic, right? Like, it's no. just the, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a magical. Right. It's just their way of kind of, like, screwing with these girls' minds. I mean, they... The village people in their minds believe gotcha. that they do have gotcha. magical powers. Okay. So it is witch trial where like they will say she did something when she didn't some hysteria, some paranoia type stuff. But also people who have malicious intent could also just like turn a girl in for stuff that they right. didn't actually do. It's very much like that. Um, so it, it kind of... Handmaid's Tale meets Lord of the Flies meets Witch Trial. Yeah. In so many ways. Um, so they go to an, an encampment in the forest and are left to fend for themselves for a year. A <laughs> whole year. I guess that would make sense because it's the grace year, but. Right. Wow. Yeah. So basically there are all these components to the grace year and you're not allowed to talk about it when you come back. So these girls have heard little snippets here and there, obviously, because people are talking about it, like the girls that have gone or that come back. And a lot of girls do not return. Yeah. And there are um, poachers that are out in this wild. It's like these men. And they, if you come out of the encampment, they have full reign to murder you. What? Yeah. So you're not allowed to leave. Um, if you try to leave or you go off of the path, it's kind of like an understood agreement between these poachers and the village that they are then allowed to <laughs> murder these girls. And what they do is they, it's little, they take like body parts and sell them on the black market for magical purposes. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> sorry. This chair is really squeaky. Okay. Um, 
I I think I kind of like blocked this book from my mind because it was just there's cert- something about women being awful to each other. Yeah, and that's that I can't. It is very much, it is very much that because basically it's kill or be killed. Right. um, And the girls want to go back with the least amount of people because then they have more pick, like they're a higher rank. They're more likely to get a better, a better husband or a better match. Yeah. Um, It's an interesting book for sure. This book, the power, and there's a few others where it's just like, just women being terrible to each other and I just can't handle it for some reason. Like it just really rubs me the wrong way. And I get that for sure. I mean, I did like that. So tyranny is the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. Um, when all the girls start going completely bonkers, like out in the wild in this <laughs> encampment. Um, and so obviously her voice is not one that anyone wants to hear after a while. You know, everyone wants to get on the train and do what they think they're supposed to do what all the other women right. before them have done. And she's like, we don't have to do this. Like, we can come together and they're just hang just, out for a year. Yeah. And they're just not <laughs> Enjoy having each it. other's company. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely an interesting read. I really, I mean, I liked it enough that I am recommending it for people to yeah. read. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting concept. I know some of it has been done before, but some of the elements are different than other types of storylines yeah, like this. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I I enjoyed it, even though it was messed up. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I enjoy other messed up stories, just <laughs> not women being cruel to women. And I don't know, I, I don't know what it is about that topic that I just can't handle, but. It it's because you're it a is. good person, Jamie. <laughs> and you wouldn't do that to other women. Uh, we'll go with that. Okay. So. <laughs> Tell me about your book. So I read um, another messed up in a different way. No, not really. It's it's a psychological thriller, kind mm-hmm. of. It's called The Golden Couple by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. And I, I think they've written other stuff together before. Um. But this one, sorry, everyone, but this one doesn't come out until March 8th of 2022. So if you like my description, you have to wait a while. But um, I've gotten very particular about my like thrillers and psychological thrillers lately because I feel like a lot of the concepts are just being done over and over again. And like the twists are like you see them coming from a mile away. And I just I'm like, somebody try to get me with something here. Um, And this one actually did, you know, I I didn't see some of the twists coming. So like, I really appreciated that. So we have three main characters. We have Avery, who is, she used to be a psychiatrist, but she no longer has her license because her practices are a little unorthodox. Okay. So she's, her license has been taken away from her. Mm -hmm. And then we have... (laughs) Marissa and Matthew, (laughs) who are the golden couple. Um, The problem is we learn in like the opening scene that Marissa has cheated on her husband. Sorry. Marissa. Why would you do that? (laughs) Gosh, Marissa. (laughs) I know. I was like texting you like, (laughs) there's a character in the book I'm reading named Marissa. And you're like, oh, is she nice? (laughs) Um, She cheated on her husband. But yeah. I mean, I guess she could still be nice. (laughs) 
people make mistakes. (laughs) Anyway, so sounds like she's horrible. Never mind. (laughs) She's not. She's not all bad. But um, Marissa and Matthew go to Avery for counseling, and Avery's whole deal is like, you have ten sessions with me. If I haven't fixed you in ten sessions, nobody can fix you. That's quite. um... She's got some some skills, you know her. She, yeah, she does things very differently. She gets very involved in your life. Like she'll at one point she like showed up at a restaurant where they were having an anniversary meal and stuff like that. Like she's she in wants it. to know she's all in the it details. To it. Yeah, she's got okay. to know all the things in order to fix you. Okay. So I, I mean, I don't, you know, seem like it. If it works, yeah, seem like it could work. Okay. So it's it's mostly about like just. There's many secrets, obviously. Like, the big secret has been revealed. Marissa has cheated on her husband. Will they or won't they work through this? Um, But it still seems like there's some things that Marissa's not revealing, and those are slowly revealed throughout the book. Um, Avery has stuff going on with her. Like, why was her license revoked? Like, we know that she has unorthodox methods, but... Do Marissa and Mike... And Marissa and Michael... Do Marissa and Matthew (laughs) (laughs) know... That her license is revoked? Yes. Okay. So there was like this big um, article in the newspaper about her different methods and that kind of stuff. So, so they specifically went to they her, her knowing out. that from this article. Yes. She had her license revoked because yes. of this. And they were like, let's try this. Exactly. Okay. Why Why wouldn't you? So yeah, the they know. Um, but there's some other stuff about Avery that we don't know. And, like, her husband passed away. He was sick, and he passed away. Is there more to that? I don't know. And then um, there's this other guy who's, like, a friend who kind of seems to maybe be, like, stalking Marissa. But we don't really know what's going on there. So there's just a lot to uncover. And um, it was it was twisty and turny. And I really like the way it unfolded. Mm-hmm. It kept me guessing and it kept me interested. And that's all I really want out of yeah. a thriller. I felt that way um, years ago when I read Gone Girl. Yeah. Gone Girl was like the OG, you know, twisty thriller. That you didn't necessarily see everything because she was so screwed up. Right. She was presenting a very different story than what was actually happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's sort of the unreliable narrator type of story. This one isn't necessarily unreliable narrator, but um, it def- it's, it is like a slow unfolding of mm-hmm. events. So Cool. Yeah, and like I said, March 8th, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> that's really not Get that ready. far. It's really not that far away, though, if you think about it. We're already almost in December. Yes, well, this episode is coming out in December. No, I know, but I'm but, just yeah. saying... By the time people get to it, you get through the holidays, you get through New Year's, you really only have like a month to wait. <laughs> that's some interesting. Two months, two months to that's wait. That's some interesting math that you've got going <laughs> two, on there. Two months. But we'll go with it. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like there's <laughs> going to be a lot going on with holiday stuff. I know. To where, you know. I get it. Yeah. it's, it's Maybe it's going to be coming out at the perfect time. Maybe so. For people to really get engaged and listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm done. 
Um, so what we're we're drinking tea today. We're drinking yes. London Fogs. I got us London Fogs from Starbucks. She did. It was a really nice surprise whenever I got here and she was like, I got us London Fogs. I was like, yum. I needed something to eat. So I was like, I'm gonna stop and get us London Fogs and some egg bites from Starbucks. <laughs> and that is what we are having, and it is heavenly. Quite delicious. We both just took a sip at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So explain to people who may not know what a London fog consists of, Jamie. It is, I I think I've said this before, but I will say it again. It is Earl Grey tea and vanilla syrup and steamed milk. So it's a tea latte. Yeah. Rather than a coffee latte. Right. Um. A lot of time, no, it's getting better, but in the beginning, I would go to Starbucks and order a London Fog, and they would, like, make it with English breakfast tea, or forget the vanilla, or um, one time I had a shot of espresso in my London Fog, um, and sometimes they'll just, like, put the tea bags in, put in hot water, and then immediately pour in the steamed milk, and I'm like, that. You didn't make the tea. That's not tea with steamed milk. That's just water <laughs> with steamed milk. So just beware when you go to Starbucks. If you if you go get one from Starbucks, there are many ways for it to go wrong. But if they get it right, it is heavenly. Quite, quite heavenly. And they got it right today. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, it's really hard um, to order tea at regular coffee shops because they're they're a coffee shop yeah and that's what they focus on so tea is an afterthought and it's just never great a lot of times like they don't let it brew and you're just kind of like okay this tastes like hot water yeah Yeah. but yes these are quite quite delightful this morning yum um do you have a book to spill the tea on i do unfortunately (laughs) Um, I don't know if this is unpopular opinion or not, uh, but the book is Good Omens by Neil Gaiman, I believe, and Terry Pratchett. Have you read this? No. Have you watched the show on Prime? No. (laughs) So (laughs) I watched the show on Prime. I didn't finish it, but... And what made you read the book? So the concept of the show was really interesting and, um... The main characters are Michael Sheen and uh, him. and David Tennant. Love him. So they themselves were wonderful. Well, now I have to go watch the show just for them. It's an interesting show. The book is really close to the show. I think that I liked the show more, even though I didn't finish it. I think I got tired of watching it, which is kind of what happened with the book. Like I got tired of reading it. Um it's done in a way that's like the narrator is really good, but for some reason I got annoyed by some of the voices that he was doing. <laughs> so it was not necessarily the book itself that you struggled with, but the narrator? No, it was both. It was just like a lot of information and a lot of different storylines. What is it even about? I okay, sorry. Yeah. Let me start there. So basically the premise is that um, Aziraphale, who is Michael Sheen's character, um, in the movie, is an angel, a good angel, like from heaven, 
Okay. And David Tennant. <laughs> hold on, I'm getting most there. of them. <laughs> no, because you have fallen angels. I know. So David Tennant is technically a fallen angel or would be considered a fallen angel. And um, he goes by Crowley. Okay. Um, he technically is the serpent in Adam and Eve's storyline. All right. So they were the angels from the beginning of man. They've been on earth. And they were tasked with basically being kind of the mouthpiece on earth for the two sides. They're like the only two angels that have been on earth since the beginning. Okay. And Aziraphale was the, I don't know if you remember, but like in Adam and Eve, they had like the sword that lit up in fire and that when they had to leave Eden and that was like the only light that they had in this storyline Aziraphale gives them his sword and it's that sword his fire sword yeah so it has a lot of um biblical references in the beginning for sure about the Adam and Eve story and then it kind of progresses from there so they've been on earth through everything and through the years like thousands of years they not that they're friends, but they've kind of... They're frenemies? Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't really interact very often. They don't bother each other, but they kind of start to love everything Earth-related. Like, they love humans. They love, like, everything that goes in it for different reasons. Aziraphale has sure. pure intentions where um, Crowley <laughs> is more, like... He loves the destruction of and, like, course. the terrible things that humans do to War. each other. And, yeah. <laughs> Um, so now in present day, the world is basically going to end because that is the whole purpose is that eventually the world will end and that all this good and evil side, one will win. Gotcha. So seven years prior to the current time frame in the book, the devil sends the Antichrist to be born and basically they switch out these babies in this... They're like in like a convent somewhere. (laughs) I was really into this and then it got weird. Yeah. So they switch out the baby so that the baby is raised by a certain family. And then Aziraphale and Crowley decide that they're going to like be this little boy's uh, like a tutor. Uh And they're going to equally do it separately so that they each teach them about their own thoughts. And then he'll on his own decide if he's going to be good or evil. Right. But things go completely haywire. And no. Yes. <laughs> and things just don't work out at all the way they thought it was going to work out. And um, there's also elements of like the horsemen of the apocalypse. So it's like war, famine, pollution, and death. It's not pollution, but they, they make the character pollution. It's called it's something else, like in actual terms. Okay. Um, so it's like these three people and they start coming together for the end of the world. And so things start going crazy. There's so many. It's just, it's so overwhelming of a storyline because then there's like this witch's prophecy from like, I feel like I'm saying like a lot, which is super annoying. Sorry. <laughs> there's like a witch's prophecy. You did it again. There's a witch's prophecy <laughs> from back whenever, I, I don't know if it's Salem witch trials or wherever they were, but she has this book. And in this book, she tells of the end of the world in these terms. Right. 
she has an ancestor and the ancestor trying to follow this and make sure the world doesn't end. And then there's witch hunters in present day that are related to the witch hunters back then. It's just I'm cr- so I'm, much, Jamie. I'm crossing my eyes. Um, Sorry. And I may have gone like too much. It's just a lot. But I'm going to be honest. I just can't stop thinking about David Tennant and what's his name? Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. They're fantastic. I just in really want to just watch them. No, and it's show. it's fun because because <laughs> they're these characters, you know. So David Tennant is such a good bad guy. <laughs> he, he really is. Um, and he changed his name to Crowley because he was technically Crawley because he was the snake. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and he didn't want to go by that anymore, so he like evolved into <laughs> Crowley. But the thing is, you're making me want to read. This I know book and watch the show. So watch the show first. The book was I just. I never watched. I know you don't, but that's why. I, that's why I prefaced it with "watch the show first. It's, I'll consider it. It's very on point, and it maybe made it easier for me to follow the because book. I had watched the show first. I'll think about it. But there would be like swaths of time where I'd be like, I don't want to listen to this. I'm over this book. That's how I felt about every book lately. I just can't. I know I keep saying this, but I can't get into anything. It's driving me nuts. I don't think this is going to be the book for you either. Well, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to read it right now. Like, I'll wait until I, yeah. Like, I think people love this book. Like, uh, it, it's, obviously, they made a show about it. It has some I've, interest. I think I've read one of Neil Gaiman's books. And I don't know if I said too much. I I, I mean, there's a lot of different storylines, but I just wanted to express how many things are going on at the same time and you're having to follow these different people and it's just it's a lot so i read american gods by neil gaiman is it gaiman i don't know we do this every episode i don't know but anyway i gave it two stars okay (laughs) so that doesn't bode well for (laughs) me enjoying good omens but um interesting concept yeah i want to try it out when my head is in the right space yeah so jamie (laughs) what's keeping you sane um i kind of already said it oh it was the advent calendar oh that's right just because uh, like i said before they've just brought me a lot of joy and will hopefully bring other people joy and um it's been really nice to like have something to focus on and like a project to have an end goal to you know because like with work there's never an end right and so it was like I would work on my never-ending to-do list at the office and then I would get home and have a project that I could focus on that I knew there was an end to Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's nice so yeah. You don't have anything else like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So I need more projects in my life. You can complete and feel accomplished. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What about you? Um, so my mom and sister have come over to my house the last week and cleaned my house for oh me. Oh my gosh. It's been, it was really, really nice getting ready for the baby. And it's harder to move around and do certain things. And so... 
we cleared out the bathroom cabinets and we got all of her closet stuff in order and and you just like were able to direct them I did some stuff but they were like stop sit down you know so um that was really nice just to have a clean house and feel like I can breathe before she arrives so awesome yeah it was really really nice like my sister came one day one night and then my mom and her came the next and they actually called me and said they were going to go to my house early and so by the time I got home they had pretty much like cleaned everything Ah, that's so sweet yeah so it was super nice to walk into and it just I don't know it made it's made ever it's really made a difference in my week and like my headspace of how am I going to get all of this done yeah So now I just have to keep it clean (laughs) until she gets here. Okay. All right. Well, it was fun chatting with you. Let's go enjoy these London fogs. All right. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Ink Drinkers Pod. Cheers! Cheers.